All right. Let me open up the circle with two breaths. The first one is to open the circle itself. And the second one is to bring the ancestors in and allow them to work through me, through this, through mother's body, though, to tell his story, to be able to integrate. Let's start with the story that just happened. And that the one is, uh, <clears throat> I was watching Matt Fraser doing a reading from this woman who just lost a child a year ago. A child that was sick from birth, but still a child. And she was there, you know, the entire time. And as he was talking, I was experiencing my journey now when, with grief, I guess. My new relationship with grief is to, when somebody dies, and I experienced that with Anthony, I experienced that with my uncle, I experienced that with Frank after Peru in ceremony. And all of those ceremonies were so amazing in terms of the feeling that you get when you get to spend time with somebody that just passed away in your awareness with, and I, I did it with medicine, but you, I, even without, the, the feeling of grief is such a powerful feeling that in itself is a psychedelic. If you really surrender to your breath, the snot, the tears, the feeling, the, the emotions, the, you know, having a pillow, having, you know, an, an environment that if you need to hit the pillow, if you need to scream, if you need to have a safe space to really go through a moment, a series of moments with grief, especially if it's somebody you really, really love. So as he was talking, I was feeling that and I could feel the woman's pain, the woman's love for her child and how just powerful it was to see Matt just so clearly like as if he's the guy from Sixth Sense, like it's so obvious that he's looking at spirits, he's hearing, he's distracted and the force of that reading was so obvious, like you can't deny that man like it's it exists and it's real and heaven exists and when a soul departs that image of that soul that lives here is still alive and it will always be alive in the Akashic record and life in the awareness of God and can be access with love with emotions, with a journey, an integration, a story, and uh, so anyways, at the end, Matt was really saying, like, uh, I know that your son died young, but I wanted to tell you on how powerful the connection you guys have between each other now, like, you'll see him again when you die, and it's going to be incredible, like, what a beautiful connection like i out of all of my readings it's i don't know if it was his first time but you know it's been a long time since he's seen such a powerful connection and uh, 
that was really special. It opened up my eyes on the opportunity that we have every single moment to grow connections, current connections, new connections with other souls that are exactly like you, you know, like in terms of the core, you know, like it comes from God, it comes from is, never mind Allah, whatever you want to call that force. And that force is light, gold, light. And uh, I can see it like when I, I can see it in myself. Anyways, let's continue the story about the mother. And uh, uh, at the end, I finished, after I just cried and I just, you know, let it out because that was such a, an emotional and beautiful story. It was so powerful in terms of giving me purpose to really continue this journey of connections and love and growth and awareness of and bringing in all of my feelings and now that my shell is cracked I can see my inner self my inner child and he is a boy it's so cool to know that I'm a child and uh, I've got my gorilla my gorilla that I accumulated in hell my knowledge, my source my love for the other side is know like I've got a complete picture now I, I love good as much as I love bad they're equal and my gorilla is gold and he's sitting within me and now my child inside the he's a, a boy but a, a gorilla like a little monkey on top of that and uh, that's cool so anyways after I was listening to Matt it gave me an awareness and a solution for what I've been going through when it came to the dream of my father or my parents. And knowing what I was going through was, I know the trauma that I have inside my body. And they're there. And I've, I'm trying to cry them away. I'm trying to use, you know, uh, faith and understanding that it's not their fault, obviously, and life it just is. And, um, but yet, I still can't do the split. I still feel all of my muscle. I can't. I'm not my body. The journey that I'm going through is not yet allowing me. Like, not allowing me. But anyways, I'm not doing it right. Or I need to really pour my soul into this healing, into this journey. And, you know, here and now. And and uh, one of the solutions that came up is that because my parents are still alive and because they're still in a way kind of traumatizing me every time I see them or for them being alive because their trauma is being passed to me in, in a way because I'm connected to them and I can disconnect if I want but I, I don't want to like it's all about forgiveness and growing and whatever and but they'll never change they're always going to stay who they are and that's traumatizing so I was struggling with that and the uh, solution came to mind the same concept as I'm gonna her mom this mom was gonna see her son after a while you know after she dies many 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 years after um, it's gonna be incredible and and I saw my father already kind of passed 
I saw my father's soul and I saw myself connecting with him. And how special is that going to be? When I'm going to connect with my dad without his trauma and without my trauma. And we're just going to know truly from the bottom of our hearts who we are because we're going to be able to see each other's story like fully. Like I'm going to know all of his life and he's going to know all of mine. And and for sure, I'm going to love him as much as he loves me and vice versa because I, I love myself so much that I can love, yeah. So when I saw it that way, when I, even though he's still alive, when I created a relationship with this soul instead of the person that is in front of me, whatever, alive, I know the truth. And it felt good. Felt like, uh, yeah, it felt good. I love how every healing has its own way of healing. Very unique, very unique to it, the feeling. You know, this was, this is playing the father energy, you know, and uh, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm super blessed at having this kind of revelation. But yeah, I was, uh, I'm really seeing uh, vulnerability as a, a power. Today I was listening to a Netflix documentary about this kayaker, and he goes through such a, a manly experience, because kayakers, like five out of eight of his gang died of drowning, and their way of, li like, because they couldn't, they were young and immature and didn't know about feelings. It was back in the day, same with my parents, same with life right now. But anyways, when when that happened, instead of, you know, crying and experiencing grief and really they just went harder. And if you didn't have the heart for it, you were out and really hard, like the entire life. Like he, they would ostracize people that were weak because they didn't you know, you're going to kill us if you're weak. Like, we don't need that shit, that type of energy around us. Like, we need strong people. So he lived his life like that, like his entire life. And he would be the first one to ostracize somebody else out of weakness. And then at one point, they caught up to him. And he was the weakest one and fucking fell into a depression, stopped kayaking, of course, and met a girl, couldn't open up to her, you know, a good person, a good soul. Everybody's a good soul, but what he was taught was to be hard and to be strong and to be, uh, to produce, you know, the human experience. And then he got brain cancer, got surgery, kind of woke him up, and then he went back to drinking, and then the tumor came back, and then he, uh, got a, DUI or something like that and he, he just started to turn his life around and start to do meditation, breathing in, in internal work that was because of his girlfriend at the time or something like that but anyways and then through that internal work he was you know gonna go through all the doctors to see if he was gonna get radiation and blah 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 and after a while he's like fuck it no stop, stop and he saw the truth and the truth was like, here and now, stop with all this. My emotions matter. And and 
as he started play with his emotions grow his emotion he realized like i need the river i need to go back i need to figure this out like in you know and fucking heart opening after heart opening somehow randomly again not random everything is an act of god meets somebody because one of his goal was to do kayak for a four of a river from a mountain in the himalayan like one is in pakistan one is whatever and he had done three with this type of attitude super un like unhealthy attitude of like we're not gonna kind of like you know we know we can die so we can't like it's all strong and nothing and ostracizing people and being angry all the time and mad i know the feeling when frank died i was so fucking angry and he got so many of his friends who died so fucked up and uh when he started to see the truth and he opened up fucking went to the back to that river where he started and he tried and he tried and he went like it's like riding a bike but this time he was doing it with his heart open knowing that he's got fucking brain cancer and that he's gonna die and like it's so you know and he was already into yoga and breathing and uh but yeah it caught up so anyways he finds this guy this guy says i'm gonna invite you to go to this river that you're missing in pakistan let's do it together let's fucking and he goes and they invite him and they treat him like like everybody matters like if you have feelings talk about him like it's all about a team community and feeling based like uh, where vulnerability is a power you know where you have fears that's cool like we we're gonna go through it together we're gonna breathe like we're gonna and fucking he did it and then when he went back checked and that was like whatever months after his cancer was not growing anymore that stopped and uh and now he's doing another documentary about like brain cancer and uh fucking life how you see life you know and his journey into the soul into his heart matters you could see it in his eyes like on the awakening that he's going through on so many levels in terms of what the fuck my feelings are directly connected to my disease to my um, virus like to whatever to my sickness and i believe that and uh, and that's connected again to my father and to my parents they are so sick and the way that they eat and the way they live their life is just so materialistic the devil it's so funny because those are the people that would call everything else the devil like the devil played a good trick on us and i love how perfect it is though like it like this reality of let's say the devil who's making us feel comfort and comfort is the enemy of the soul and blah blah, blah. it's it's absolutely perfect like i wouldn't want it any other way it's the perfect amount of difficulty the perfect amount of easiness and the perfect amount of struggle and it's so paradoxically confusing that i can't imagine you know like uh, any other scenarios than here and now and exactly in this moment so so grateful oh going to the next story one thing as well as i was driving so first now really seeing somebody's soul behind who they are and really and i was doing that practice not long ago it's always a remembering and everything kind of re-comes up over and over again and that one i had experienced like a, at first when i awakened and i could see really myself with my third eye i could see 
my um, what I would judge on the other person on me like it was weird and I could see the complete picture and because of that I loved them because I could see their soul because the judgment I could block it with my own imagination and that was such an easy trick as soon as I would imagine whatever I was judging on them onto me and I could really see it and it was so clear and fast that the judgment would fall away and I would fall in love with them like seriously like I would be like wow I love you so much um as I was driving there's the the ride every morning I go and drop off my son and come back and there's two lanes and I pick one lane and I stay in that lane all the way to where I need to go and I and it's like 15 20 minutes but sometimes you get people that drive super fucking slow and like under the limit like 20 under the limit and and, and it aggravates me because I I want to be patient but it gets me I just pass them because I'm like I can't handle this like or they have like they are driving super fucking slow 20 under the limit and they have two burnt light and they're not using their signals and maybe they're smoking and I'm like okay that's a, like you're crazy this is a crazy test but anyways I always saw it as like I, n- I need to be patient so I'm trying and but today I was breathing through my nose and out from the mouth and as I was breathing in my nose and out through the mouth when I would breathe out through the mouth, I, I would kind of have like the intention. And it was reminding me of the practice that I used to do at the very first when I came back from t- Peru. I went to New York to do a mushroom trip. And the entire way, I would take a breath in and I would say inside my awareness, I love myself. And I would breathe out gratitude. And I did that the entire fucking time. Uh, except when like I would have to pass somebody or it would be uh, scared. Like, uh, but the entire time, no radio I did that practice, but today, on the way to get my son, I would breathe in and I would breathe out um, support, supporting, like because I want to support life and I want to, I want to feel like life is supporting me. I know that I'm very vulnerable right now. My egg is quite wide open, but I've got this beautiful golden gorilla-shaped boy inside of it that's just in a meditative state that's glowing so gold. And he's so at peace, and I love him so much. Um, yeah, I love him so much, him, because I, I can feel him within me, but it's like he's a, an archetype still. Like, I want to empower him fully. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, so I was breathing in uh, support, supporting, because I... So I was breathing out like as if I was supporting what I was seeing in front of me, life. I was just throwing it at life. But then I realized that the the driver in, in front of me was kind of like the main focus, right? Usually it's the sky and then me driving and the driver in front of me because it impacts safety. And I've got my son in the car or I'm driving. It's like the number one killer for me at this age. And so I'm paying attention. And I'm really looking at the painting and my feelings because looking at my feeling has been very important in the last year and a half. So I'm looking at my feelings outside of myself and the painting, breathing in and then breathing out, like supporting, like I support you. And I was saying that in my awareness, like just I would feel it. It was more of a feeling like the feeling of supporting life. And I felt like there was such an honor into. So anyways, and then I started supporting the car in front of me. And as I was driving, then I got my tests of, like, the guy was driving 20 slower, and I was supporting him, protecting him, 
and I was kind of playing this game of like, I got you, man. Don't don't even sweat it. Like, and and I kind of removed my mirror out of play, so I just uh, I put it down so that it's kind of you see it more dark. And uh, same with my side, I just brought them down a little bit so that if somebody was targeting me, that it wouldn't be right in my eyes. And I was just supporting the person in front of me, like, and they were tailgating, like, uh, or they were not doing good. And then at one point, so that person left, and then I got a person that was very angry, that was very tailgating. And usually I get very, not offended, but I'm like, fuck you, you know, like, if you're gonna, I don't know, there's a fuck you attitude within me. But today, as one of them cut me off and was tailgating the person in front of me, I was giving him space and supporting him and his choice into like tailgating and as I was breathing out supporting him I could feel like him relaxing into like letting the guy in front of him that's going 20 under I don't know why he cut me over like he cut me and then he went right behind the 20 under guy and I'm like man you're gonna be pissed like I've been supporting this guy for like five minutes and he's going slow as fuck Uh, but still and I was supporting him and it it felt like it made a difference like the entire it was a cool experience the entire way and back breathing out support of life felt like it was rebounding and it was for the first not the first time but since my shell is open I've got this gold gorilla and I'm a beautiful golden boy um, I feel like my life is I switched direction meaning like I'm going towards uh, abundance where before I was like a like almost like healing like catching up with the karma you know I had to catch up now that I'm going forward now it's going to be like there's going to be a forward aspect to it like and um, I'm grateful for that I'm grateful to feel that feeling and I'm grateful yeah and I'm realizing as well as I was uh, supporting myself with my breath there was the feeling of like, oh yeah, I'm still not allowing my feelings to come through. Like, I'm really excited to go to Peru in November. And I'm really, really excited. Like, fucking excited. Like, momentously excited. Because I'm scared. Because it's been such a long time coming. And I'm, because I feel like I awakened or aware, I'm not allowing myself to be scared in a way like uh, there's a paradox that comes with confidence or with my journey anyways and that is when it comes to good things in my life it's okay to be scared excited like and experience that same with like grief I'm all about fully experiencing grief why not experience this excitement feeling of I like wow I'm so excited like I've I've worked hard for this, it feels like, and I am proud of myself, and I'm looking forward, looking forward. And and, and when I, I allowed those memories, those feelings to come up and to be like, fuck yeah, like I do, I am scared, but scared in a great way, like I'm scared excited. I'm scared like I really want this to be awesome. I really... I'm looking forward to the work and to breathing and doing everything possible to work with ayahuasca and life and mother and to make this painting such a 
beautiful fucking painting with the light that I know I have within and like am I gonna see my golden gorilla I'm so oh, I'm so looking forward like I'm so excited and yes though please be excited feel it breathe as if it's grief breathe towards it and cry if you have to from the excitement shake breathe do the Wim Hof breathing whatever man but yes I'm super excited for you as well I am super excited that you are enthusiastic, working hard, being wise, really opening up and cracking up your soul so that we can do the work together. You're showing me the true side of God. You're showing me so much. Thank you so much for this experience. It's me, man, and thanks you so much. It's me. It's us. Oh, I love this. This feeling of God talking to mother, talking to Doe, talking to God, talking to mother, talking to Doe. And having my soul just in the background shining light like a... He's unmoving. He's, uh, he's sitting in meditation, unmoving at pure peace. And that's the way he is. There's no other... Why would he do anything else? He is connected to everything. He knows everything. He's, But he's so dope. That is the fucked up part. It's so cool. He's so dope. Anyways. I feel very blessed. And... Uh, I'm going to take two breaths. The first one is to close the circle and to give this conversation to the ancestors, to the Akashic Records. I love you so freaking much and I'm happy to be providing, supporting, honoring, loving this experience. to share like what I've been doing with grieving for the last year since Peru so anyways what I do is uh, I you know burn sage I write in my journey book um, about my intention of having an interaction a meeting a moment an experience with the deceased and I uh, take medicine or not but as soon as I've done the intention, then I start the Wim Hof breathing. And I put music that is just whatever floats my boat, you know, depending on the person or whatever. But I put music that matters, that's going to bring on that person, that's going to allow me to really open up my feelings to that person, that experience. And I start breathing into it. And whatever comes up, if I'm sad, if I... I let it out and I breathe and I my awareness is fully on mother so when I close my eyes for I'm just looking at my third eyes and my feelings that I am right so in that moment I allow myself the time and space to only 
be with that person. So I really put time aside, you know, so that three, four hours in terms of like, I only want to concentrate on them. And you start breathing and you allow the journey to unfold. With Anthony, I want to share that. With Anthony, after I came back from Peru, I uh, went and told my boss that Anthony had passed away and she allowed me to go home to just grieve. I did I go home, did my ceremony book, go sage, whatever, do cannabis, come downstairs, and I start breathing. And the first thing I see was Anthony, but like as a little monster, like a Voldemort, you know, in the Harry Potter when he's at the train station at the end, he's underneath the bench and he's all like but in a very dark place and it's Anthony but he's like screaming in agony he's screaming in disbelief screaming at an insanity at what had just happened in his life and and I start to help him I start to go towards him and pray towards him and kind of try to comfort him and it's not working at all and that's how you know like okay when the journey and the experience takes you in an unexpected area that's the most magical because you know like okay something special is happening here so you continue breathing and he was dragging me into the darkness it was starting to get scary and i was still like crying with him because i could feel the pain i could feel the suffering i could feel just so much pain it was like my little boy you know times a trillion i couldn't you know his uh, his journey is there and mine's here so anyways um and as i continue breathing i get again in my awareness the idea the knowledge of what to do and what i do is i go grab anthony's jesus you know because i had done the practice of going back in my past and hugging all of my previous selves and they had all turned around and put a hand on my shoulder and shown me my true self um, i brought his true self because i i knew i knew what it felt like and so i knew where he was his truth and i brought him in the picture and i put him you know to comfort his own self as the perfect version of him and of course it worked uh, Anthony jumped on his true self, like his soul, and just started comforting it, comforting him. And that was my part. Like, it's almost like he died for me to experience that. And when my uncle died, uh, very magical, just like started breathing. My cousin, what a beauty, because he died like a long time ago, but I, because I knew that I had not grieved properly. You know, after Peru, and I had so much dark, like so much uh, trauma still, that I took the time to to do that, to heal that part of myself, and it was crazy magical. I saw, I saw through his eyes, all of the moments that meant a lot to him, <clears throat> that I had done. Like for whatever reason, I never considered on how much joy I brought my cousin. Thinking, uh, talking about my cousin, I start coughing. It's awesome. It's uh, there's a sign that he's here. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about him, but anyways, um, I saw him through his eyes, and I was so cool to see, like, just on cannabis, like through my breathing and doing the Wim Hof breathing. I could, I saw very detailed pictures of like him, and I was like, 
those are not my memories. And then I saw him uh, taking care of me now, even though he was younger, because I had put so much on my shoulder just because I was older. But like I, anyways, he's always there for me. And he was a great warrior. And I saw him with like uh, angel wings. And anyways, grieving and going through it and doing the proper breathing and uh, really allowing yourself to be with your creativity with all of your feelings and again the safe space so important to have a space that you know you're going to be supported no matter what and and not where you're not afraid of the neighbors what they're going to think what they're going to like it's so important to let go in a safe space and when i came back from peru that was the first thing we did downstairs like i needed a space where i could let it out and i did so many nights and uh, a lot of people from my observation because of my journey would need to go through what I need what I went through and it's uh, it's insane and the safe space is the only way to do it you, you know to really I would even include a punching bag but like uh, here a safe space where you can really let it go with music and screaming and uh, breathing and surrendering and if you need to puke cry pee your pants like whatever man you clean it up like to go really inside your uh, egos knowing that it's a monkey and to really embrace the ilk, which is my inner healer now which is a crazy paradox anyways so important safe space grieving going through your feelings I love you so much